Welcome to the Empathetic Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond. And today I have Matt Pierce from TechSmith. So TechSmith makes Camtasia and Snagit and you know a bunch of awesome tools that those out there are using. Matt, it's really nice to have you on. Thank you so much for having me here, Brad. Absolutely. So I'm really excited to get into today's conversation. Uh, first, to kick us off, can you just tell me a bit about yourself, your company, what you guys are up to? My name is Matt Pierce. As you said, I'm the growth and content marketing manager, but I'm also of an outward title that I use called the learning and video ambassador. So I'm really focused on helping people to learn not only just about our products, but how to use in that space around our products. And so TechSmith, as you mentioned, is a software company. We've been making software for over 30 years, and it's focused on allowing people to help them to show what they know. So screen capture, screen video, video editing, really taking business context, being able to put out information, knowledge in a variety of different ways based around what's on your screen. I love that. You guys have done something very unique and you've created something called the TechSmith Academy. Tell me about that. What is it? What is it comprised of all that stuff? Yeah, so the TechSmith Academy is really an online platform to go for our customers or non-customers to go to, to learn about these kind of associated topics, I'll call them. So as I mentioned, we're a company that focuses on screen video and video is a hot topic, especially with the pandemic when that started, like everyone's like, how do I transition to video? Because I don't know how to connect with, you know, in person anymore. And so we, well before that, we were on this path of saying, we want people to get better in these areas, video creation, script writing, you know, all the things that go with that, using images to communicate better. But what we didn't want to do is focus on our product. We have lots of tutorials, lots of things that teach our product, but that our product doesn't do anything with writing a script, but we wanted to be able to make sure our customers and others know how to do those things. So there really was a genesis of the idea was like, let's help our customers be successful in these core areas, but not teach them about our product. So it's product agnostic at this point. And we just keep using that to help people. And what we've been able to see really is some really great results of people coming in who are not our customers and on their journey from non-customer, they, a lot of them choose to become customers. They see the value, not only what we're offering for information, but also in our products. I love that. You guys have created this really valuable resource for those out there. And what does that journey look like? I know you've been with the company for a while and setting this up in the early days. Where did this idea and concept come from? And what were those early days? And then what did that evolve into over time? Yeah, so I've been at TechSmith about 16 years, and the idea for the Academy is not that old. It launched about five years ago, and really where it came out of is we were looking at a variety of different things that we could do. My background is in, in learning and development, and I'd been making tutorials, running the team making tutorials. I also ran our video team for a little while and a variety of other things. I'm looking at my role and what I should be focused on. We were looking at community. How do you build a community? And we, we saw some good examples out there, but we said, you know, that's not what we, we don't really want to just build something where people go to chat. That's not what we were, we were really thinking would be valuable. There's value in it, but not what we wanted to do. And so we pivoted from the idea of pure community to this idea of how do we be helpful? How do we make content that's going to, again, associate and relate to what we're doing so we can upskill, level up, whatever you want to call it, the folks who are trying to make screen videos or use images to create job aids and whatnot. And along that process, it was not straightforward. It was definitely a lot of zigs and zags, but we said, what are the core basic things that someone needs to know? And we made our first video series. It was script writing, storyboarding, how to set up a basic camera setup, how to light, how to get better audio in the environment you have. 
And so we did that. And then that was kind of the first content we launched and it started slowly growing, right? Like it takes all the things that you need to do with any product is, you know, you need to promote it. You need to tell people about it, get people invested. And we just saw good feedback coming in. So we've continued to invest where we've now added things like a course on writing helpful help for people who are trying to create information for their customers or how to create a job aid. We've got professional video creators on there to have created courses for us. So one gentleman, Nick Nimmin, he's got about a million subscribers on YouTube. I think he's just really close, to, almost to it. Uh, he's like got stuff, how to come up with topics for videos. If you're going to go the route where you're going to go to YouTube, right? Or even if you're just thinking for my company, what kind of videos am I going to make or what, how do I know what to make topics about? Uh, it's got some great content. So we've just really tried to keep expanding on that. How do we be helpful in a way that we can support anyone who's going to come in there? And long-term vision, you know, we want people that come in there that don't know Camtasia, don't know Snagit to check us out. And if they do, great. If they purchase, awesome. We're going to continue to help them on that learning journey through other kind of means, whether it's a certification program or other tutorials, but also by, hey, here's more great information that's, again, not about the product but about the concepts of things that you need to know to make great content. Absolutely. And what does that content strategy look like? Obviously, you have so many different topics you've listed out. How do you, how do you decide which one to do videos on and in what order and all that stuff? I wish I had a really good answer. Like we've got this 12-step program and plan. It's a little bit messier than that. What we've really looked at from the initial was like, what are the core things that you just need to get started? And that became our basic series. And then some of it's been opportunistic, right? Like what, who are we talking to that has something to, a value to add? Because this was a pretty small effort, right? Like when it started, it was really me leading the charge. I got to borrow some of our internal video resources from our video team to help me make the videos. But since then, it's either up to me to make it or to work with others outside that are experts to make stuff as well. So we're always looking for those different opportunities or someone has some unique knowledge. And we're also always looking, what are the gaps that need to be filled. You know, if we've got something that's kind of related product focus, maybe we won't focus on that in the academy. But there, there are those skill sets that will always be needed. You know, but it's not without its challenge because we do a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. And some of those things on YouTube could almost be in the academy. They're really close. But then you have to say from a content strategy, what belongs in YouTube and what belongs in kind of a course format, like from a learning format that has maybe a little bit more structure to it, Maybe we add a quiz, maybe we don't add a quiz, but we're going to provide other resources too. So what's kind of the key bulk of content? What are all the pieces that need to go into that to make it a course versus just, oh, let's just make a video about that topic. Absolutely. I think that's a good distinction. You have your YouTube channel and certain videos there, but then you have the Academy and different videos there. How do you look at that differently? Like one is these courses, a lot of videos in a series, and then the YouTube is separate to that? What's the distinction there? It's a very fine line at times. I, I think the way I've been looking at it though, is YouTube is really like any one video is a one topic should be kind of that quick hit. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a short video. It might be four minutes. It might be eight minutes, but where the Academy, we want to be able to dig a little bit deeper. So for instance, the Nick Nimmin courses, he makes, Nick makes a lot of videos for his own channel. These videos would work on his channel as well. But we're able to create other resources that go with that or just curate other resources to say, hey, this is a unique topic. Like I think he's got one video that's 20 minutes long. And that's a long video, but it's going to go in depth. And then here's some resources that we think will help you to do this or supplement what he's talking about. 
Here's a, you know, kind of a recap because you're going to want to revisit this topic on how to brainstorm these things. And then we're providing other just kind of courses that we have available. You know, at one point, the distinction was we were trying, we tried something. We tried to say we were started our podcast, the Visual Lounge, and we we're bringing episodes over just to be courses in the academy. And some of them are still there. Like we've left them there. Um, but for the most part, they didn't perform well. Like people were like, I don't want that, right? They weren't, they were there to learn a very specific thing, but in depth. And so that's where we're kind of still trying to focus on, you know, how do we provide a depth of knowledge that's unique, that will support all those supporting things that, you know, they never taught us in school how to make or do. We didn't learn how to be a video. I didn't learn how to be a video creator or how to make job aids. Well, a little bit on the job aids, but those are hard things, especially if you're sitting in a, you know, an entrepreneur or you're trying to do other business functions, you're like, I don't also want to be the guy to learn all the video stuff. You don't have to. We've got great information that'll help you to get through it. And kind of related to that, what's your own process for producing these? Decide on a topic, what happens next, and how long does it take to actually get into the academy? It really depends on the content, right? So we've had those initial kind of first, we call them our basics course, that was, it was very video produced. We weren't just like standing in front of a camera talking. It's, there's some of that, but there's also story in there. We developed like, there's one that's about, I think it's about storyboards. We have Captain Storyboard and I can't remember what the other guy, Dr. Something rather. And like pl trying to play a little off, it's, a, it's really cheesy. But the idea is you've got people who are like, oh, I'm all in on this concept. And other people are like, no, I would never do this. And how do they interact? And how do you get kind of convinced the people to, Hey, a storyboard is a good idea, even if it's not all the way that someone else would like it. So those were really intense. That was kind of months of work to do seven or eight of those. I did another series. It was actually 30 videos and it's all about screencasting. So how to record your screen, start to finish. I wrote that in a, probably in a couple of weeks, but they're all short little videos. None of them are like, I think the longest is maybe three minutes. And so that was like three weeks of script writing, kind of reviewing that. And then two days with a, a video production team, small team, mostly one person, just I'm, I'm on camera. And then we had to fill in with some screen recording stuff. And so that, that took a little while, just, you know, once you get into the editing and stuff, but some of our people that we work with, they'll go, it'll take them a month and they can crank out a course within a day or two after getting that, I can have it in an academy because the platform it's a learning management system, pretty easy at that point. Embed the video. Once a video is done, it's like fill out the form of like, what's its title? What's the description? And then if there's other resources, do I need to either make something or, you know, do I need to just point to something? I like when I can point to things because it's so much easier, but sometimes you're like, hey, I need a checklist or I need a chart or a form or something that people can use because again, we want to assume that you're coming in this with very little knowledge. So the storyboard one. Well, we'll give you a template. It's not hard to make a storyboard. You don't need a template, but if it makes that your life a little bit easier, it gives you a little bit more structure. We try to provide that. So you have this academy of lots of great in-depth content. You have people signing up for that and you're offering it as a resource. And then at the end of the day, you guys sell a, a software products. How do those two connect? How do you like turn academy students, if, if I'll say, uh, into uh, customers at the end of the day? That's a great question because there is a connection there, right? We want why we're happy to serve everyone. We do want to make them into customers. We want to be able to continue to provide them value through the products because that, that's how I feed my family. That's how we keep the lights on and all that. But the connection is, first of all, we made a really conscious decision early on that while the Academy is free, it's gated. 
we're going to collect that email address and we're very careful about that. We're not, we're not going to spam people or just send out tons and tons of emails, but we want to get them into that system, right? So when it is opportune, when it does make sense, we will send them an email saying, Hey, Camtasia is on sale or Snagit's on sale, or here's another opportunity to learn. Here's another Academy course. And so that it's gated content. So that gets them into our system. And once they're in their system, you know, we'll continue to nurture that relationship. But what we see, and I don't have a percentage, but what I do know that we see on that funnel, someone's journey, we can see if someone's already a customer or if they're not. And for those who are not customers, we actually do see people go on to purchase. And I can't say it a hundred percent attribution, like, oh yes, they purchased because they went to the TechSmith Academy. I wish I could. You don't know intent at that point, but along that journey, we're seeing a significant number of people coming in who are not yet customers who have the interaction. They probably have 12 other interactions along the way with TechSmith, whether it's advertising or the blog or our tutorials or the product download, but they are showing that in that journey, we are assisting to go on to purchase. And we, we track that revenue to, you know, it's not an insignificant amount. So it's pretty cool to be able to see that and know that like, yeah, we're helping out because again, we're a philosophy that if we can help our customers along that entire journey, we can be there as a trusted source, a trusted ally. We want to do that. And then, you know, eventually we keep being that trusted resource when they're ready for a screen recorder, a screen capture, a screen video editor, a video tool, whatever it might be. We hope that they'll come to us and say like, Hey, I, you guys help me out. Let's give you a first shot. And if we're not the right tool, we're not the right tool. We're happy to have them try something else. Absolutely. That's awesome. So let's touch on your YouTube channel and your podcast real quick. And, you know, so you got this in-depth content in the Academy, you got people signing up, joining, providing their email, and then you eventually see them, some of them turn into customers. Where does YouTube and podcasts fit into the whole strategy in the mix here? Yeah. So I think from a slightly different, but YouTube, I think is a much higher kind of in the funnel, right? Like we expect that, you know, we know Google's the number one search engine. Obviously, YouTube videos can show up in Google, but it's YouTube itself is the number two search engine. And so, you know, as we're creating more and more content for YouTube, we've got our video producer, Andy, who does videos. We've got a gal named Aaron who does videos for Snagit and our Snagit channel. You know, we're hoping that we're going to show up in those searches when people are looking for things. How do I get better audio? Or how do I do this? Or how do I do that in video? And so, Really, it's from a search perspective, it's really trying to get people to connect at that level. Uh, the podcast is a little different because we haven't spent the time to optimize as well from an SEO standpoint, but what we're using it as really is thought leadership. We as a company that have been in the realm of images and videos for 30 years have some opinions. We have some ideas about what we think works, what can help people make better training, better marketing, their business to get customers to adopt their products. We also know a lot of people. I'm very fortunate in my role. I get to meet a lot of awesome, amazing people. Primarily came out of pandemic. March of 2020, all of our in-person events that I was going to and others were going to shut down. So we're like, we just lost the stream of connection with customers and with non-customers. And we're like, what are we going to do? And plus we saw the dearth of information. Like everyone's like, oh no, hair on fire. What am I going to do? I don't know how to do any of this. And so we said, hey, what if, what if we just start going live? Let's just go live every week and we'll have a new topic. We'll go to YouTube. At that time, we start off as YouTube and Facebook. Eventually, we added LinkedIn. And 
I said, okay, I can't do this myself every week because I, I only know so much. And we just started inviting some really smart people that we knew and said, hey, would you come and talk to me? Just have a conversation. Let's talk about this. You know, some of those early on were like educators. So of course, educators were really struggling. We had business people coming on to talk about like, hey, how do you make better videos? Or, you know, we had some folks from YouTube and other things. About six months in, we're like, hey, this is really great. People are responding to it. They want to hear more of it. And so we said, let's turn it into a podcast as well. We can just multi-purpose this. And out of that podcast and the video recording, we can create other things for social media channels. So we can continue to feed LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever with good ideas, right? Like, hey, here's a, a tip on making better presentations or here's a tip on how to get better audio. And, and we, so it's all related kind of topics. But we also talk to people about like, hey, how do you make better training? So even bigger, broader ideas, right? Like, what are you going to do to train your customers? Or how do you get your customers to think about these things? Um, it's all focused on images and videos. So we're not straying too far from brand. You know, we tie it back into that. It's been fantastic to see it grow. So then a little bit of a different purpose, right? Like it's a connection point, but we're also putting out ideas in there that maybe are higher level that it's not like here's step one do this step two do this no it's it's more let's talk big let's talk like if you were on there maybe we we're talking about you know how do you could repurpose a video podcast cool because other companies want to do this and so we said well, let's just have these conversations with great people when i don't have someone to talk to you get stuck with me get going through ideas fortunately i got a little bit of depth of knowledge it's been really exciting to see and we've changed our format a little bit it was always live i did that for almost two and a half years straight. And I said, like almost every week, I think I missed a total of eight weeks. And I was like, I need a break. I'm going to burn out and I'm not going to be able to do this. And we said, and during that time, we took about three months and said, what should we do? And we, we stopped going live because we said, well, the live doesn't do much for us. So let's get good content out there. Let's change the format. So we put some more structure in. And now we've got, a, I think, a, an even better show that as of this recording, we'll our return back is going to be launched. So we're super excited to be able to have this as part of our kind of arsenal of things that we do to continue to help our customers to really drive ideas out there into the various industries. I love that. Well, Matt, this conversation has been amazing. I think you guys have one of the most sophisticated strategies when it comes to video and content I've seen out there. And it's awesome to talk about. For those that are maybe not as far in the journey, uh, what advice do you have for them out there? It's a really important thing to think about, right? Because we all want to be towards the end. We want to be really advanced. Start wherever you are and just make something. You don't have to be a video expert. You don't have to have the high quality camera or the good microphone yet. You want to get there eventually, but you know, put start putting content out there, seeing what works for your audience. And if you're not quite ready to make the content, make the list. What are the things that you know in your industry for your audience that they're going to have questions about? You're going to say, well, that's dumb. It's really basic. No one needs to know that you're wrong. Someone's going to have a question like, how do I write a script? How do I set up my camera? How do I use a smartphone to make a video? What? How? And so you start with that really basic stuff and then go search, go look at YouTube, go look at your competitors, go look at what, not even competitors, just what are other people saying about the things that you think you have expertise on? You can figure out what is the need and the niche. And once you do that, just start making stuff and people will, they'll help you get better. They'll tell you that your audio wasn't good or your camera was blurry or you chose the wrong microphone. Trust me, I've heard all those things. 
and it hasn't even been that long since I've heard it because uh, I make mistakes, right? But it's the perfection is the enemy of, of done. And in this case, just get started because if you wait a year, the competition is going to be even tougher. I love that. Great advice. Well, Matt, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much. Thank you.